This is Motor Mania with Damien Reed On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Yes, Motor Mania is live down here at the showroom of XC here on uh, Al Idihad Road in Dira. And we're going to kick off the chat with our very own review of the XC LX. Now, this is uh, the entry-level model to their three-car range here. Um, and uh, interesting little car. I've just had a very close look at it. It's priced from 84999 um, pretty good value for money, uh, Chris Milbourne from Divisal. Um, it, it, it's it's a, it's a we're just admiring off air. The the lines were very very nice and, and very air efficient. You know, I'm going to start things off here with a pun, right? They go exceed on. expectations. Oh no, here uh, we go. It's too early. I bet you didn't see that one coming, did you? I'm still jet lagged from flying back to Australia, my friend. <laughs> no, you you're absolutely right. They they look stunning, don't they? They're really good looking cars. These exceed cars. They got like you said, they got three of them here, and I've got to say, the affordability aspect of them is unreal. Eighty five thousand yeah. dirhams starting price. You get incredible value for money for that. There's so many cool options around here. Um, with the gentleman, I think he's going to come on later on the show. is Rick. He's been showing me yeah. all the cars and all the different features that they have here they come with running boards by the way yeah they're, they're not like incredibly high off the ground but all of them sort of i think a couple of the options actually come with these automatic running boards that pop out making it even easier to get in the car yeah and for a luxury car to have those kind of things it's impressive and, and i've got to say too if you are one of those people like me who likes to shop online and get all your information before you walk come down then sort of you know hopefully close a deal in the showroom the prices are all there on the website in massive, bold font. It's fantastic. Thank you, guys, from, from Exceed for doing that. Because how many times, Naz, do you have to search through and find the fine print? You still don't know how much the car is. You never it's know. It's all there. I think it's part of the <laughs> trick to get you into the showroom now that I come to think about so it. I find a bit of a turn-off. You, I, yeah, even I, when I, you, I go and look at a competitor. Even when you, know? you go cold and they don't give you the price online, I think it's part of the encouragement to, like bring you into the showroom but I think with the Vixie they've obviously taken a different approach mm. um, with the way they're handling things they're very transparent I mean you can very clearly see online 200,000 kilometers and yeah. seven years on the warranty you know 1.5 liter turbo engine which has incredible fuel economy Chris was just explaining I mean that's yeah in favorable conditions of course I don't know how they test these things but like like you said in general, you know, 84,999, uh, whatever, yeah. 85, just shy of 85,000 yeah. dirhams for, for such a car. So that's, that's for that one. The TXL is 104,999 and the range top of the VX from 129,999. So it's uh, it's all there in black and white. Fantastic value for, for what you're getting. Now, within the, uh, the, the LX model here, there are, of course, three trim levels. And again, it's what it does what it says on the tin. You've got the comfort. You've got the luxury. You've got the flagship. Uh, which is great. No second guessing with letter acronyms or numbers. I, I just love it, you know. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're tailored more towards the, the, the young professional end of the market, families who are looking for value money firstly. And peace of mind, as you say, Naz, with service and warranty, seven years, 200,000 kilometres, um, in addition to that 24-month uh, warranty for the, for the paint, Chris. It's, it's incredible. It's seven years warranty that you said, 200,000 kilometers, and they also have a two-year or 24 warranty on the paint itself of the car. Because you see this very often, paint here gets damaged on all cars, right? The sun just beams down, and it really affects the paintwork. It's really nice of them to include that kind of stuff. And just going back to one of the trims they have, I think it's for the uh, the VX. They have something called yeah. a black gold trim. Yeah. And this actually has, like, black gold lettering on the front, even wow. the, uh, the front... Um, the grill has these uh, black gold inserts as well. It's very, it's very subtle, but it looks really, really good on the front of the car there. Uh, and as you said before, Les, the, the fuel efficiency on these cars. Uh, the, the one I was looking at just now, the, um, the LX, 17.6. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? That is, and it's a 55 to about 60 litre tank. You're getting close to 900 kilometres. 
you'll, you'll have to go to a fuel station what, every two, maybe even three weeks, as Matt said, in those favourable conditions. Yeah. Get enough wind behind you, go I, downhill. And I generally <laughs> know quite a few hybrids that can't do that. Yeah. So, I was going to say, the Prius, this is edging <laughs> you know, very close to the Prius, isn't it? Very yeah, fantastic. And as you say, you know, the, the three trim, red, trim levels, let's, let's break them down. So you've got the Comfort, which is a front-wheel drive powered by 1.5-litre turbocharged four-cylinder, 150 horsepower, 230 newton of torque. Uh, whereas the Luxury and the Flagship, they get the 1.6-litre engine, 197 horsepower, 290 newton metres. The flagship adds uh, to that a seven-speed auto uh, in place of the uh, six-speed CVT on the other two models. And it's also all-wheel drive, and so it's complemented, therefore, with off-road uh, driving mode. So there's a wide variety of what you want to suit to suit your budget with these cars, um, starting at eight, eight, 84 the, th the features that you get inside of these things, the 360 cameras, I don't know if you guys had a chance to check mm. it out, the mm. quality on those cameras are incredible. Yeah. And how many cars like do you have? I, I don't know if you guys have these in your cars. I've got one in mine. I've got these 360 cameras that are you know, super fancy and they do all this kind of stuff. But when you open the door, they turn off. Yeah, because yeah. it's coming off the uh, side door, isn't it? But when you open the door on this, they stay on. You can really? keep the 360 camera actually stays on and uh, you can oh, see okay. everything yeah. around you. I've never thought of that. Yes. It's, uh, they've thought of everything. Yeah. Because as you say, Naz, yeah, the, the, the cameras, they, they developed that picture based off a, co a, a composition of, ca of what, four, four cameras, yeah. two of which are on the mirror. So once you open the door, you can't open it. But yeah. as you say, uh, uh, I don't know how they got around that one. Now, you know, it was fascinating when I first saw that feature out, what, five, ten years ago. I was like, this is like a drone over my head. It's really cool how the way they do it. I will, <laughs> yeah. I will admit, it, it's a bit weird when you open the door and the camera kind of moves. <laughs> yes. I don't want to see no, that part, part of the that part I want to see the, car, the bit that's closer to the car now, itself. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, uh, for... for, for uh, for, for, for young families, safety has now become. I remember when safety was like, well, we, we, we want more comfort, we want summer, we want equity. Yeah. But safety is the big thing now. So, with drive assist features, depending on the trim spec, as you say, uh, Chris, 360 degree camera, adaptive cruise control, uh, lane keep assist, also has emergency braking, um, hill descent control. Uh, you know, come on, guys, this is, this is a car that's well under a, a 100k. Inside, you get so much more these days. I mean, leather is standard right across the range. And again, depending on the trim spec, whether it be comfort, luxury or flagship, you also get ventilated seats. Uh, had a quick look there, six-way power adjustable driver's seat. Um, the massive Skyview panoramic roof on them. Um, while outside you, power tailgate, rain sensing wipers, loads more. You know, we just bring back to the fact that you're talking about starting from just over 80,000 dirhams. That is a, that's, those are a lot of options for that money. That's, you know, if you look at it from other brands out there that are charging similar prices for these you don't get that many options in those cars but here with exceed it's just crammed with it there's so much it's, it can kind of be overwhelming at times but these features are just they're so good to have at that price you know it's so i've got to say it's worth it i really must say that yeah. and even <laughs> one of the other safety things that i saw on the um, the lx as well you know those uh, sensors they have on the door so when you yeah. open it it detects cars or anything coming there i saw that in the back of the car you usually get them in the front not too often in the back yeah yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and if you don't take our word for us, do come down. Uh, come on down here. <laughs> Text the word CAR, C-A-R, to 4001. We'll send you the, uh, the the instructions on how to get down here. Um, and the cars are here. You can take them out for a drive. The, sh the showroom is buzzing this morning with people coming through here and uh, and checking the cars out. You might be able to even be able to get a sneaky coffee if you ask politely um, <laughs> and uh, take these cars for a run. But, uh, yeah, but, but you know, Naz, I mean, as you're saying, you know, it, it, it's... It, that amount of stuff there in terms of the safety and drive assist features on a, on a car at this, at this end of the range. So honestly, if I was to sum this up in a nutshell, I'd say the, um, the car market is changing and it's changing for the better. 
I think the, uh, the the traditional brands, let's say, from from Europe and the US are really getting a run for their money now because the, the level of R&D and research and quality and engineering that's coming in from, from the Far East, especially with Exceed, is, is just overwhelming. I mean, like Chris was saying, there's a cost to all of this, right? So when they're putting three, four, five cameras on a car, their cost is $1,000. And then they've got the front cameras, the rear camera sensors, all the extra airbags. And so, so this is all a cost, right? But to be able to cram all of that in, and to be able to cram leather in, and to cram the big screens and all of that in, and manage to price it at such a price point. This is like 50% off a European equivalent, right? Mm. And then, to back it up with seven-year warranty and 200,000 kilometer service contract to put a stamp on it and say, we stand by our product and we're happy to do it. It really says a lot about the brand. And one thing that impresses me for this brand, yeah. you know, in all honesty, more than, more than a lot of the other new brands that are coming up, is for some reason, it just sounds easy on the tongue, right? Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's, it's almost made for the Western market. <laughs> and I think that really helps in terms of when you're differentiating all the different Chinese brands and you just think, okay, XC, that sounds right. It's made for my market. Makes sense. Yeah. Amazing. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is Motor Mania on Dubai Eye 103.8. I'm your host, Damien Reed, and uh, joined by Chris Milbourne of Divisal. And also, I'm being joined now by Rahul, who is live in on the show with us. Um, you've just been uh, wandering through the, uh, the showroom and checking out, this, uh, checking out the cars here. Good morning, firstly. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Welcome. So you're, uh, you're an interested customer uh, checking out these cars. Uh, yes. how, how did you find out about uh, about what's happening this morning? Uh, I actually found out uh, through my friend who actually read your post on Facebook. Yes. So he shared it with me and he said, like, if you're free, let's just make a, uh, pay a visit over there and see what's happening. Fantastic, fantastic. So what can I ask, what do you uh, drive right now? Uh, right now, I have a daily, which is a Lexus IS 250. Mm-hmm. I have an Alfa Romeo 155. Ah, oh, so we're friends straight away. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a 1974 Mini Cooper, which I'm getting getting it running at the moment. Excellent, excellent. And uh, what takes your eye with the, with the Exceed so far? Uh, I wanted to have a look uh, on what are the technologies, the features that they have come up with. Because my brother right now drives a Skoda, and he wants to upgrade to a small crossover or maybe an SUV. Mm. So I thought I'll have a look and maybe bring my brother next week. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, the, the thing that I find is, is that they're just, you look at the, the, the cars and they are absolute first rate in terms of, uh, you know, how, how quickly they've, they've, they've caught up with the, you know, considering the Chinese industry is fairly new, they've caught up so quickly. And uh, the stuff that they're delivering now, I mean, the fuel economy that Chris Melbourne was just talking about, yeah. 900 kilometers or thereabouts out of a, out of a tank of gas. Does, yeah. does that impress you? Yeah, yeah, that does. <laughs> Chris, what do you think you'd get out of it if you were uh, behind the wheel of one of these? I would try and get 900. I probably wouldn't. I've been told I'm very heavy-footed on the uh, accelerator pedal. I don't personally find that because I like to drive in economy mode. I like to drive as slow as possible just to ensure I get optimal gas mileage. But I don't know if I'd be able to get 900, to be honest. I'll try it, but then that means I've got to turn the AC off as well, doesn't it? Uh, well, I don't know. We'll, we'll ask that with the guys later on. That's a good question. Okay, well, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll keep that one for later. <laughs> yeah, Rahul. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I uh, basically am a light-footed guy when it comes to driving a family vehicle. But if I get in my Alfa Romeo, it's a different story. 
We all know that problem. <laughs> we have the same problem, my friend. <laughs> you, drive, you drive those cars, you don't care about fuel yeah. consumption. But these are very different cars. Yeah. So car for the family, um, five-seater, seven-seater, and, uh, and, and fuel, fuel economy now, because petrol prices are... Are going up. They're yeah. going up, aren't yeah. they? And maybe, maybe we should do a challenge to get the maximum best fuel economy out of this car. <laughs> That could be something for later on, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, Rahul, any, any particular model that's taking your fancy at this at this point? Uh, right now, the LX, mm. the Exceed LX. The features are pretty good. It looks stylish, and even the engine is not that bad. The 1.6 turbo, yeah, it's pretty powerful. Yeah. Have you got your name down to take it for a quick spin? Yeah, I took it for a quick spin. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Tell me about it. I haven't. I, you're one step ahead of me now. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> and uh, the car is pretty smooth. Uh, it has all the features you would need even in the base model mm. uh, you know you can't really call it a base model now because yeah. it has all the features uh, just that you can get more features if you go for the option uh, the mid option or the high-end model mm. so I think it's something uh, worth considering for people who is looking for an SUV or a crossbow yeah it's yeah really absolutely. worth yeah Absolutely. Well, look, thanks for joining us this morning. I don't want to hold you up anymore Welcome. because uh, the cars are here and ready to go. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think this would go nicely next to your Alfa Romeo. You've got, you've got the best of both, world then, both, both worlds then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much, Rahul. And uh, in, enjoy the rest. And thanks for joining us down, in the, down at the, uh, sure. the showroom. Yeah, thanks. Brilliant. So there we go. Rahul is uh, uh, one of the customers who's come down to check out the Exceed uh, showroom. If you do want to come down, do join us. Uh, text in 4001 with the word CAR, C-A-R, and we'll send you the, uh, uh, the, the the location and also your chance to go in to win one of these cars valued at over 80,000 dirhams. That is the Exceed LX, and uh, yeah, lots of people are taking that one up. Now, moving on. To uh, Chris Milburn, we're going to talk about a hot topic that's on in, been in the news lately, and that's abandoned cars. Um, we're surrounded by new cars here down here, but but one car story on the news lately is the abandoned cars. Last week, authorities in Abu Dhabi's uh, Al Dafra region ramped up inspections to clear parking lots and parking places of abandoned cars. There's a three thousand dirham fine if you abandon your vehicle, and some residents who just returned from their long ho- holidays uh, were surprised to receive fines for their parked cars. So, and I know people who've had this problem. So what, what uh, then qualifies, in your opinion, as an abandoned car? I would say a car that hasn't moved in a long time, a car that's dirty, it's uh, disrupting you know, the beauty of the country. I think that's kind of what they were going for a number of years ago, right? Which is when you see these cars parked on the side of the road, it doesn't look great, you know, mm. when you see these dusty things. Also, it's probably not a great idea to abandon your vehicle if you're going on a long holiday. Because if you're covering it in dust, you're going to get people coming around drawing things on your yeah. uh, your car, your windscreen. You know that actually damages the paint. Not many people know, know this. Yes. You know that that dirt scratches in, and it it's, it can be really nasty. You can imagine you come back, you you got your car. It's, you think that the dust has protected it, and you've got somebody who's drawn a massive line down it. You've got this huge scratch. Uh, but uh, and people think they're just doing it as a bit of a joke. And I put a hello on the, on your door, but you can't get out. Get get it no, out. No, you can't. You, you know. But they take two up with a wax and a polish for about five hours. Yeah, it's interesting <laughs> that this has come back up into the news because this is kind of a thing that comes up every now and then, isn't it? Yeah. There was those, remember those incredible stories from what, 2008, I think it was, where people were abandoning Ferrari F40s, yes, all yes. these cars. Yeah. And these after, were after the GFC, yeah. And they were 100, 100% true. You know, I still hear today that people are like, is it true? Do you really know these cars? Where can I find these cars? We have people asking us sometimes online, where can I buy an abandoned car? Yeah. You know, and it's like, yes, it's normal because obviously there's services that obviously have these cars available because 
with the abandoned cars, they're usually picked up by the municipality, right? You get a, you get a, a formal sticker that's put on your car. It's usually an orange one. They usually place it on a window that's kind of facing towards the yeah. road so that you're well aware that it needs to be moved. And if it's not done so in, I think it's, I think it's either 14 or 30 days, yeah. uh, they will take the car and then it goes into uh, impound, basically. If you don't take it, they auction it off. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's the thing. I mean, I've, I've seen, uh, well, I had colleagues who, who went home for, for the, the summer break or the winter break, uh, you know, our winter break, Christmas, New Year. They've gone away for five, six weeks, come back. The car has been parked in the street because they don't have off-street parking. And it's been, it's, they've had a notice saying your car is, uh, is, is not beautifying the area and there's a fine uh, for that because it's simply been covered in sand for that time. Um, so that brings you on to the next thing which we want to discuss is when a car is completely abandoned, when it's genuinely abandoned, it can, as you say, end up as a car auction. Um, so how does that process work? How do you go about that process and if you are interested in abandoned cars? So we, we, it's, we this is really convenient that we're talking about this now because we actually put a post out a couple of weeks ago on our social media about how to buy abandoned cars in Dubai because it, it's, everyone how, always asks these questions. How much interest did you get from that? Because I'm curious. I think you would get a lot. We get a fair bit. We do, do get from time to time people actually asking us on Dubizzle, how do I buy these cars? Are they available on the website? Well, Theoretically, no, because you can't advertise an abandoned car for sale. They have to go through the proper channels, and these are usually big auction houses that are doing it. And it's you know it's a standard auction um, uh, situation that you go to. You go to the auction, you see the car that you're interested in, you bid on it, and that's mm-hmm. as I said it was. There's, there's big companies here that do it, but always one thing you've got to keep in mind is getting it inspected, right? Because the car is sold as is, yeah. you know. And one of the things that we do here at Dubizzle Cars, and if you haven't seen it yet, we've got an amazing campaign that we just launched as well for car inspection, car finance, and car insurance. So if you're looking for any of these three services, come down to the hub and we'll sort you out with all of that. But always the key factor, and I know we, we actually always talk about this, is how important a car inspection is. And when it comes to an abandoned car, it is so important to get that car inspected because they, they will stay sold as is. They don't know the condition of the car. Yeah. They don't know if it's running. They don't know if it's... Uh, uh, leaking mass amounts of oil or anything like this. They might say run and drive for certain things, but the thing is, at the end of the day, you still need that car inspected because you mm. need to ensure that if you're going to buy an abandoned car, because by the way, it's a great way to pick up a fantastic deal yeah. on the car you might be looking for. I've seen a number of cars I thought, right, I want that. But uh, it works the same way as a, um, a standard car auction. You bid on the car that you want, you're interested in, uh, you look at details, and if you win, well, obviously, then you got yourself a great deal on an abandoned car. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, pros and cons of, of abandoned vehicles purchasing. You've got to be very careful, though, haven't you? Yeah, so the pro the pro is definitely that you're going to get a better deal. You're, you're going to find a, a deal if you can get the uh, get it right, you know, because there's going to be a lot of people uh, bidding on a car, especially if it's something that's really, really sought after. I mean, can you imagine seeing a 155 pop-up for sale? Yes. I can't imagine <laughs> that would just go crazy because it's always those things when you see these uh, uh, rare cars pop up or the heavily sought after ones they just shoot up in price mm. but sometimes you can get really lucky and get a good deal the con obviously is are there any keys yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's a well, real that's con isn't too. it and also then that, that, that involves the police yeah. in terms of does a car have a set of keys are you allowed to have those keys that sort of thing as well exactly uh, there are still cars that are parked I know in certain garages around Media City they've been there from well, since the, since the GFC, um, you cannot move them. You cannot remove those cars. Yeah, and it's uh, it, like you said. It's there's it's it's not just the auction thing as well. It depends on the scenario of how the car ended up in the auction yard as well, isn't it? Because if it's an abandoned car, the keys might not be readily available. You need to get a police report to get the keys for that car. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, but uh, but 
One of the questions is why buy an abandoned car also when you can have a brand new SUV? We're sitting here surrounded by these uh, these uh, these SUVs, the hottest brand in town. This is the uh, the Exceed, of course. We're down near the showroom in Dira. Uh, we're live now with uh, with Wasim. Wasim is. Um, uh, well, he's a lucky man. He's the winner of ARN's previous competition. He won a trip to the Maldives. I'm a little bit jealous, Moussim. Um, and you're hoping to score back-to-back wins and get your hands on one of these. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me again. Firstly, how's your holiday? <laughs> uh, still, I'm planning it. <laughs> oh, okay, fantastic. So uh, you're, you're back here now. You're going to try again to uh, to win the Exceed LX worth 85,000 dirhams. Uh, welcome back down. You're going to have, have another crack? Thanks a lot. I'm, I'm thinking maybe I'll strike the luck again. So well, let's hope so. Fingers crossed. <laughs> what, uh, what, what, what car do you drive at the moment? I drive a Camry. Uh, okay. 2019. Um, it's already like 150k. So yep. I travel every day to Abu Dhabi. So maybe I'm thinking it's time to look for yeah. uh, other options. Yeah. And how, and how did you hear about coming down here? I'm always a listener to Dubai Eye. Fantastic. Well, it's great to, <laughs> great to have you with us. Um, what, which model here uh, interests you so far? You had a look at the LX and there's, uh, there's two other models as well. But um, I'm not sure. Just now I reach, I'm looking at all the options, but they all look great. Yeah. So, and full tech and um, full options. So let's see. Yeah, and uh, SUVs. Uh, have you owned an SUV before? You, you say you've got the Camry at the moment. I had a Prado before. That was uh, many years back. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, good luck with it. I hope it goes very well for you. This is Motor Mania with Damien Reed on Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. I'm Damien Reed, your host, and I'm joined now by Imtasan Giado and uh, Chris Milbourne from Debizel is still here with us. And uh, well, firstly, uh, Imtasan, good to see you again. It's been a while. It has been a while, hasn't it, Damien? Been running around and various holidays, and you've been working and doing your jaunts overseas and. Checking up on the Millimilia, and we are looking forward to a really great lineup in December as well. Can't wait for that. Can't wait for that. Uh, in the meantime, you've been driving a couple of cars recently. Um, one I'm particularly interested in, and uh, that's the Honda ZRV. The Honda ZRV, or as I call it, the Civic on Stilts Wagon <laughs> Edition. Um, really interesting looking car. I think it's quite European looking. Um, it is surprisingly deep, sort of very luscious, cherry red the car came in. I've never quite seen a Honda that looks like this. It doesn't have any family resemblance to anything else so it is a honda civic wagon on stilts so you get the same 1.5 turbo engine prices around 120,000 dirham mark which is a bit expensive but then honda's been creeping upward a little bit lately so it's fine interior is great typical honda beautifully built interior very comfortable tons of room and space and again i gotta go back to those looks because no honda looks like this mm. um plenty of power turbo engine etc you know all the usual stuff that we come to come from honda now basically safety uh, a lot of the safety stuff is like obviously full 360 cameras every pre-safe warning in the world but on top of that also it's just very well equipped you know mm. everything that you possibly want downsides because it is a wagon and it's a little bit lifted it's a little tippy in the corners i'm actually going to fall yeah. over but it definitely has more body roll than I'm expecting from Honda. Not a problem. I think 99% of the people won't care, so don't recall that I a negative. I think the, the CRV had a similar issue from, from memory. They used to be a lot sort of tighter back mm. in the day, but as they've sort of targeted the American market where comfort <laughs> is everything, ZRV has changed. Um, I'm still not entirely certain why you'd buy this over a Civic, but I know exactly why. Because people want a wagon body, yep. right? And dynamically, it isn't that typical Honda sparkle. However people who buy it will get a Civic that's more spacious and has the same plus as it has, great fuel economy, it built really well. However, 
it's a bit of a why is it here kind of car. The mm. CRV is not that far off in price, and it's a much bigger car. So it depends if you really want that little bit of fuel economy advantage. It's a fine car. It's just getting an, uh, another entry in a fairly crowded crossover lineup. And crossovers are what everybody's doing these days, right? Yeah, yeah. And what, what sort of figures are we talking about in terms of uh, pricing on these now? About 120,000 there, Mark. 126, I think, is where it starts off currently. But that could change. Check with your local dealer, of course. Yeah. And, and uh, I mean, I, we'll, we'll bring it back to where we are right now. Compare that to to the exceed here, which is uh, what 80, just under eighty five thousand. Uh, the most expensive one is just just over one hundred or one hundred and twenty six thousand, I think. Um, it, it then makes you it's questions you do. Do you go for the legacy brands or do you go for the value? I don't even want to call exceed uh, even anything close to a value brand because it's, it looks really nice. It's a really mm. striking car. It's built properly. I think it really comes down to what brand badge do you want at the front of your car. And I think a lot of people take a good hard look and thinking, well, Honda has been around for a long time. I want to try something different. And I think I could be rewarded by trying something different. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Chris Milbourne, you've also been out and about running around in uh, in various vehicles. What have, you, what have you been driving this week? Well, I was driving the Urban Cruiser not too long ago, but before we move on from the, uh, the ZRV... Yes. So I've got to say, my favourite feature in that entire car is when you sit at the back is the uh, the touch-sensitive lights at the top, the little, the, the ah, little yes. circular ones. And they're so cool, they're touch-sensitive. And it's, <laughs> they're right on either side as well. And I've got a really fun fact here as well. I don't know if you knew this or not. Do you know what the, uh, the ZRV is called in? North America, what they call it in that market. I think it's got a different name, isn't it? The ZRV. It's the HRV. <laughs> oh, they actually yes. didn't discontinue So this it. actually confused me because a lot of people said, "Why are you reviewing the HRV?" I'm like, "I already reviewed the HRV a while ago." But it turns out in the UAE we get the HRV and we get the ZRV. But in America, keep up with me, folks. The ZRV <laughs> is called the HRV, and they don't get the HRV. By the way, this is the same thing Toyota did with the Prado. Which is the Land Cruiser in America, yes, the yep. Prado here, and people are like, so the Land Cruiser's gone? And, the and in no Australia, it's the Land Cruiser Prado. Double, yeah. ba- double badge. Well, here it's the Land Cruiser Prado as well, yes. but it's just so commonly yes. referred to as the Prado. No, not many people will call it that, will it? Um, but yeah, I've been, I've been knocking around in the Urban Cruiser, drove around, around for a week or so. I've got to say, really impressed with this. It's, it's a small little car. It's a 1.5 litre uh, mm. crossover SUV they got. I really like the, le- the lettering they have on the back of it. It's, it's just Urban Cruiser, but they've got the same font as the Land Cruiser one. So you could just drop the Urban bit off it and put <laughs> baby Land Cruiser. Uh, but honestly, it's got some really good features. It's a nice little driver as well, very economical on fuel, which I'm big on. I do like my fuel efficiency. Um, and I've got to say, its starting price is only 76,900 dirhams. Okay. Uh, as, uh, Interjan as well said about the Honda, it's obviously down to uh, what the agency uh, has available as well. Mm. But I think that's really good value for money for what you get inside that yeah. car as well. I mean, it's a Toyota, so of course the reliability aspect is there. It's really, uh, really good out there. It's uh, And it's not something they've just, you know, taken from here and then just, you know, done that. They've actually got the car in a different market mm. and now they've bought it here as well. Because that seems to be what Is it a Toyota though? Or is it a Daihatsu? You might Ooh, be right there. Yes, or is yes. it something else? Which is owned by Toyota, yes. don't get me wrong. That's it's 100% right, yes. owned by Toyota. Yeah. It's a subsidiary. If, if you look at it at a certain angle, it looks also looks like something else as well, which really threw me off at the beginning. Um, but uh, there's a lot of a badge engineering happens a lot, right? It, it keeps the cost down for the car. They can produce more of them. Uh, and that well, way, they you know, super <coughs> BMW. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone is everyone is happy, yeah. Um, but no, it's it's a great little car. There comes with two options as well. You've got the GL and the GLX. Uh, both of them come with a 1.5 litre. Uh, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's, uh, yeah. it's a lovely little car. And nice the good thing is, no CVT. It's a six-speed automatic. Ah, lovely, lovely. Uh, I, w- I went down the complete other end of the spectrum because I was just enjoyed a, a bit of holiday time. And uh, I had the Jaguar F-Pace SVR V8 
in uh, in Sydney. Five litre supercharged V8, four litre, um, sorry, five litre V8 supercharged V8, four seconds or 100 kilometres an hour, 286 kilometres an hour top end, 700 newton metres, 550 horsepower, eight speed auto. Um, it has an 80 li- 83 litre tank. Now, at just under six dirhams a litre there, 53 litres cost me over 300 dirhams. Not even a full tank of gas. So, 53 um, litres? Yes, three, so uh, a full tank would set your back up just under 500 dirhams. So, yes, I, 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 once I dove that, I drove it a little more sparingly, but the sound is fantastic. The exhaust note has that slight supercharger whir when you're under the hood as well. Very much like an old-school AMG car um, in terms of the sound and the performance. And it actually performance actually matches, probably not surprisingly, the GLC 63 in every area in terms of 0 to 100 top end power and torque the whole thing and the sound so you can see where they're going with that one 21 inch wheels uh, quad pipes meridian sound system fantastic on that one huge sunroof wireless connectivity all that kind of stuff uh, and it just made me think it's such a shame that both AMG and Jaguar are, are, are killing off these emotional big V8s because they could easily run on the, the carbon neutral fuels but they're um, not that bad on gas these cars if you actually can drive yeah. sensibly they're actually reasonable yeah, uh, it was winter back there, so I did some long-distance mileage in it. 14-way adjustable seats, beautiful. It has a very Range Rovery feel about it, not surprisingly. Not, not a problem. Um, but it's like a it's like a, a sports version of the sports version of the Range Rover, if you want to put it that way. Um, the interior's the been cleaned up. Sport. They've now they've they've cleaned up that that multi-screen setup they, that the JLR products have. So you've got dials now that come back for the climate control, replacing one of the three previous screens on that one so uh, yeah it was enjoyable it was about $180,000 Australian which works out at uh, just over 400,000 dirhams here um, and sadly I'm not sure it's on sale here is it the SVR the, the V8 F-Pace, SVR F-Pace. I drove it a few years ago here but I don't think it's I think it's coming back anymore one of the best cars I've ever driven yeah full stop yeah yeah lovely little car oh sorry lovely luxurious car um there so uh yeah so that's what we've been running around in uh but of course we're going to get behind the wheel of the uh the exceed lx uh a little later on too and we'll give you the full road review of that in uh in coming shows of motormania and uh of course the guys have been speaking customers who have been taking it for a run so far this morning what's your first impressions yet the shan on where from what you've seen from what I've seen, I think it is a very, very interesting little car. And I think crossovers these days don't get enough credit for how difficult it is to make one that looks cool. But I think the XC looks really cool. I think it looks really striking. Yeah. And the manu- the, the, these guys have just, just come on leaps and bounds in, in recent times in terms of uh, what we're expecting out of China now. No, no, it's, it's a diff- whole different world yeah. now. I tell people, like, just forget about your old impressions, get into these cars because they have all of the same features and technology, but in a, just a modern feeling package. They mm. don't have some of the legacy thinking. I, li- I like them. I'm excited to drive these cars. Yeah, well, I mean, I was surprised when I was back home in Australia, the amount of number of Chinese cars there uh, that's just, just taking on the market. I don't think these are down there yet, but they're getting there soon. So, um, and we're going to see replication of that here for sure. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is Motormania on Dubai Eye 103.8. Well, it's the last stretch of Motormania live here at the Exceed showroom in Dubai. And thanks to everyone who has come down to check out the brand new Exceed SUV range here. Fantastic stuff, a great new showroom. You should come down and have a look uh, during the week if you haven't already. I'm your host, Damien Reed, and I'm now joined by the people who brought Exceed into the UAE. I'm joined by Michael Montgomery, the Chief Executive Officer of Ventures for Algorea Investment, and Ricky Mullins, the Senior Vice President of Exceed Business Development. Welcome, guys. Thank you so much for, uh, for joining us. Good morning. Thanks Good morning. for having us. 
And uh, thank you for inviting us down to, to, to your showroom this morning. Um, firstly, question, uh, Michael, the SUV, uh, so the UAE is big on, on, on SUVs, obviously it's a market. Um, Algoro Investments is, is one of the largest diversified family business groups in the Middle East, it includes mobility, property, energy, foods, the whole, whole uh, range of, of things. So what was it about the Exceed brand that made you want to add it to the portfolio? I think it's very important for us that we have strategic partnerships with businesses with the same sort of mindset and outset that we have. We're very innovative, very creative, uh, modern. And, you know, as we grow and we sort of protect the value that we have created, we need to make sure we build new businesses. And Exceed is a very obvious choice given the high tech quality uh, and the nature of the brand and its plans uh, for the future. So it's a really good fit for us. Yeah, I mean, a, a company like Algorithm, it's a very savvy company, obviously, um, when it comes to, uh, to automotive. You, you, you could have gone for the, for, for the, for the glamour of high-priced luxury and, and exotic, but instead you've gone for the very affordable end of the market. Is this a sign of, of, of perhaps the maturing automotive landscape uh, in the region we're seeing in the UAE now, or where the, the smart ones are looking at, at the Chinese manufacturers instead of the legacy European brands? I mean, what was the decision to go to, towards this end of the market and not the... Uh, the Hollywood style, if you want to say, of, of, of the, the, the low-volume exotics? Well, I think interesting question. In my view, this is, this is affordable luxury. When you see the, the, the vehicles across the whole range, they're definitely luxury, premium, um, high-quality vehicles. So I think it does fit well into the market. Um, it's important for us to give the consumers what they want, and I think given a, that additional choice and to maybe shake the market up with affordable qualities, I think it's very important for us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, I know you're involved in the, 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 the overall umbrella side of things of Algorithm Investments, but any idea from, from your perspective as to, her, as to uh, your target market here? Is it uh, the mid-market? Is it the high-end, etc.? Um, it's a, a, a good turnaround for, for the car, car business? That's probably maybe a question maybe more for Ricky to challenge you more than me. <laughs> uh, he would be the expert in that sort of regard. Right, Ricky, I'll hand over to you on that one. The t- target market for, for the Exceed in the region. No pressure there. <laughs> so, look, we, um, we've spent two years working on this project with Exceed, uh, and we've done research clinics looking at the specific market of where it can sit, the demographics, uh, its positioning, um, particularly as it's an SUV brand, and SUVs, as we know, is a growing market, and it's a dominant market here. And the initial three vehicles that we're launching, um, they're in very targeted, strong segments. Um, it's difficult to say where you benchmark it exactly in terms of um, uh, positioning with an affluent customer, if you like. Um, but the thing about Exceed is, is that this, these are premium vehicles. So it is a premium offering. And I think the difference is, is that we come into the market offering a premium vehicle that has refinement, elegant styling, intelligent technology. And what I mean by that is the, DN- the, the DNA behind Exceed is all about safety. We've focus on the driver and its passengers um, with comfort, refinement, okay, and safety again. And if you look at SUVs, obviously, it's more dominated in family markets. So what we've seen with the surveys that we've done, we seem to have a broad spectrum of interest from spread demographics, certainly with Asian communities, uh, expat uh, Arab communities and Emiratis seem to be very, very dominant with this. And we've already seen, because we hope in this week, that we are getting the Western communities coming in. I think the landscape has shifted quite strongly in the automotive market. So the timing is right for us. Um, I think it's absolutely spot on for us. So I think that because the landscape has changed so much, 
I think we have the ability to appeal to a broad range and we are able to reach to customers that may not have been able to enjoy getting the, the luxury of some of the features and the quality that this brand is going to bring to the market. And I think certainly we've seen that, judging by the number of people who've come through this morning. Uh, a huge variety of people coming through this morning. Um, but tell us a, bit, a little bit about the, the XC LX model that we have here. Uh, firstly, I've got to say thank you guys so much for putting prices on your website in big, bold letters. Um, it's one of the, I've got to say, it's one of the biggest frustrations as a consumer here and as a, a guy involved who loves you know, buying and privately cars as well here that... Um, having to chase the fine print for prices. We get a lot of callers calling in about that. So you've got it there in big, bold letters. Um, but uh, yeah, the Exceed LX, 200,000 kilometre, seven-year warranty, a 24-month paint protection warranty. That's all pretty good. W what exactly does that cover on the, on the LX? The warranty you're talking about. Mm. So it's a the, the mechanical side of it is a full bumper-to-bumper -bumper warranty over the seven years. Uh, seven years or 200,000 kilometre. We have a paint and bodywork which is 24 months, but it is a full bumper-to-bumper -bumper warranty within that, with what you would expect in terms of component failure. I mean, I'm quite sure your listeners don't want to get in the intricacy. They want to know that, you know, like any brand, like any car, if you have a, a situation with it, it's covered under the warranty. And that's what that is there to do. It's what it's designed to do. But I think the fact that it is seven years tells you that this is the confidence that the manufacturer gives us directly to put the vehicle into the market because seven years is a long time to cover on a warranty. Yeah. So, and, and, and just to go back, just to tell us a little bit about the Exceed LX, the LX that we've been uh, talking about during the week on Dubai Eye. Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic compact little SUV. Um, what I like about it, it, I mean, it's a tough segment. I mean, we, as I say, we spent two years in, you know, looking at this, this market for it. It's a tough segment. It's a very competitive segment. But what I like about it is, particularly with that car, is being it is, it's our entry model. It affords to that type of customer the same type of specification and trappings and comfort and refinement, quietness and the ride, that what you will see in our top models which is quite unusual with motor manufacturers. You don't, you know, you have to spend the more, you have to spend more money to get those extra features, to get that extra comfort, to get those extra, you know, uh, features that people would like to have but may not be able to afford. Um, I think the driving position is excellent. It's quite a high up position. It's quite unusually high up. And of course, when people are driving, they like that feeling. That's what they get from SUVs because it gives them uh, an element of confidence and safety when they're driving, particularly on roads that we see in Dubai and Abu Dhabi and places like that in Sharjah. You know, safety is paramount. So the car affords so much to you, whether you're looking at our entry price point or our mid-option and also to the top option. Uh, amazing. Now, um, one thing that we haven't managed to do yet, because uh, you are literally brand new, we're opening the showroom as we speak, and I'm sure we will soon, is, uh, is, is to get to spend time behind the wheel of, of these cars, because, uh, as I said, it's brand new to the country. Um, so we can see the features, and we can check it out here in the showroom. Do come down to, uh, to the showroom here, uh, just opposite the airport, the, the old flower market, for those who remember that. Um, but on the road, what, what sort of mileage or what sort of fuel consumption can we expect, and, and what does that mean in terms of range from, from your cars? You get very fuel efficient from the, the figures that I've seen so far. Yeah, the, the, the engine strategy for Exceed is obviously fuel efficient, uh, small engines, high performance, high fuel efficiency. Um, so I was checking this morning, this morning again because I knew this would come up. So if you look at our range um, from the LX, the entry model on the 1.5, that range is at 17.6 kilometers per litre. 
to the VX, which is our top option, two litre uh, turbo, and that is at 13.3, and that's a seven seat. Um, so it's a, a large family car in that segment. So fuel efficiency is absolutely there, 100% for, for anybody who's worried and concerned about that and looking at total cost of ownership. Not only that, it, it is worth noting um, that we focused heavily on total cost of ownership working with Exceed. So in terms of part supply, cost of ownership when it comes to service management over the life of their ownership. So we've already built in very, very good service menu pricing. We've built in fantastic service contract pricing, not just for the B2C consumer, but also B2B. Um, and we've looked at that heavily with Exceed over the last few months to make sure that when we come into the market, we come in extremely competitively and we take away those worries of cost of ownership, particularly in today's world, because it is really on the forefront of people's minds, particularly with families. Well, look, fantastic. Thank you so much for, uh, for inviting us down here to, to the showroom opening. Um, Michael Montgomery, Chief Executive Officer of Ventures at Algarera Investments, and Ricky Mullins, a Senior Vice President of Exceed Business Development. If you are in the neighbourhood today, do come on down. We're on Al Idihad Road, just opposite the flower market behind the airport, and uh, check out this range of cars. It's been a sensational uh, opportunity to, to spend time with you guys. Thank you so much. No, thanks very much. Thank you very much. Thanks You're most welcome. Listen. This is Motormania with Damien Reed On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station.